I was telling our wonderful lecture uh, about the first reading. I said, that's a tough one to read because uh, Paul is writing something that might, might not make a ton of sense to us uh, unless we know the story. And the story is simple. You all know about St. Paul, right? Yeah? Kind of a big deal. He wrote three quarters of the New Testament. He saw Jesus risen from the dead. We know that he gave up his life for Jesus. We know that when the apostles, right, there were 12 of them, and when they talked about Paul, they called him the apostle. We even know that in a place called Galatia, they referred to him as the super apostle because he had a big old cape. And okay, he didn't have a big old cape. That's not true. Well, who's Apollos? We have no idea. His name pops up in the New Testament a lot. And usually when it pops up, it's somebody saying, look, Paul and Apollos are on the same team. Paul and Apollos are on the same team. Because what was clearly happening is some people were saying, well, I follow Paul. And others saying, I follow Apollos. And there was Paul going, no, 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 no. We all follow Jesus. See, we don't know much about Apollos. We don't know where he was born. We don't know when he was born. We don't know how he died. We don't know what he wrote, but we know he wrote a lot. And we know that the Romans destroyed all of it. We don't know where it went. It got lost about 80 years before Christianity became legal. And until then, everything we knew or know about him was destroyed by people who wanted to destroy Christianity. All we know is he was a big deal. Enough where people thought, well, he's as big as St. Paul. Well, where are his books in the Bible? They're not in the Bible. The Romans burned them, so we never got them. Again, where was he born? What, did he, what was his favorite food? It was pizza. I had a vision. We have no idea. Everything he wrote, the Romans destroyed because they didn't want Christianity to survive. Isn't that wild to think of? Someone who was so amazing. But we don't know why he was amazing, except he loved Jesus. For you and me, when we do what's right, it's nice that there's someone there to say, wow, nicely done, yeah? Good job, way to go. It's nice when somebody recognizes that it was hard for us to do the right thing, but we did it. When someone can say to us, good job, you were told to do this homework and you did it. Right? All those things, they're so, it's good when that happens, isn't it? And I think it's good when it happens because in our hearts we can say, well, somebody knows what I did. But what I want to remind us of, and this is tough, okay? It's, we pray to get to a point where it's enough for us that Jesus sees it. We pray that it's enough for us that Jesus sees when we do the right thing. Sometimes people won't. Sometimes we'll never get credit or no one will know but God that we did the right thing. Sometimes people will even punish us for doing the right thing. But here's the key. We want to remember it only matters that Jesus sees us. If other people do, that's nice. That's great even. 
but we do what's right because it's right, whether we get rewarded or not. So I don't know anything about Apollos. We can't even call him a saint because we don't know anything about him. But I'm grateful for this guy who must have done extraordinary things to be mentioned so often and to be thought of as so important that people equated him with St. Paul. And may that kind of life be our example in the way we talk to each other, in the way we live at home, in the way we live in the world. That recognition that God sees us and we want to give him the best gift we can. Amen? Amen. Okay.